0: I'm Jannie Juddley, the therapist in my pocket. I'm a spiritual seeker on a journey and an adventure. And I'm also a psychotherapist here in the UK. So I talk about spiritual things from the perspective of an awakening woman who happens to have a psychotherapist in her pocket. And I talk and share with spiritual seekers all over the world. I was also recently invited to write a book for Welbeck, entitled, You Can Remember Who You Were Before Life Made You Forget. It's available worldwide on Amazon and in large bookstores all over the world. If you find you enjoy my work, why not check it out? For now, welcome. It's so lovely to have your company here, let's walk along together for a little while and share some thoughts together on our journey home. The other day, this email pinged into my inbox. Hello, Jani. I've followed you for many years. I'm struggling with fear at the moment. I struggle with accepting what is, and I just panic, and everything I do is to avoid the fear. I know that it's not about what's happening, but about how we react to what's happening, but I don't know how to turn this nightmare off, and I'm especially struggling in lockdown. Anything you can say to help, I would so appreciate. We all struggle with fear, don't we? Both in terms of what it does to our peace of mind and also what it does to the peace in our body and the sensations that it bombards us with. So how about we have a think about fear together and we we try to make friends with it a little bit. I, I know that sounds a weird thing to say, but if we can make sense of fear... We can make friends of it. And if we can make friends of it, we can see it and experience it and embrace it in a different way. The first important thing to know about fear is that it's a call to action. It's our fight and flight response telling us that this is not okay. Sometimes it's that a situation is not okay. Sometimes it's It's that a thought that's going round and round our head is not okay. Either way, it's a call to action. So what this means is that if we're sitting in fear and in all the sensations that are flooding our body, we're actually missing the point. We're not accepting the invitation that fear is giving us to make a plan and to do something about what's going on. The second really important fact about fear is that it's nearly always based on either memory or anticipation. If we lean right into fear in the moment, we will realise that we are basing how afraid we feel now on the memory of how something we experienced in the past felt then. Now that's really important because the person who experienced that situation and those feelings is no longer the person that you are now. That also means that what you're anticipating and afraid of happening in terms of how something will affect you or feel is not accurate because you are not the person now That you were then. One of the worst fears of all that we experience in relation to this is that we cannot survive. We cannot survive what we are anticipating will happen. And yet, think about it. Here you are. You did survive. Not only did you survive, but as a result of surviving and going through that experience, you are changed, you are more resourceful, you have more experience, you are not the same person, you will not react in the same way. Let that really sink in. The person you were when you experienced those things back then, in that way back then, is not the same person that you are now, You are now someone who has been through that, survived it, learnt from it, know more, and particularly know that you can survive. So the first thing you must do is catch yourself up with that, bring yourself up to date, notice, remember, be aware. You now are not you back then. Let that reach you. It is not the same. So meet memory with actual reality. You are not the same. This therefore will not be the same. Let go of all that the memory tells you and instead catch up With where you are now. How did you survive? What have you learned? Who are you now as a result of becoming more? How can you meet this differently? How will you make it different this time? It's also important to recognize that that sting of electrifying sensation that you feel going through your body as you anticipate how this is going to go is entirely based on memory. It is completely based on what happened back then because it is the memory that's alive in you from that time. This sensation is not about now. This sensation is based on the memory of what happened back then. So once again, we have to get up to date. We have to bring memory up to speed with the person that you are now. So most importantly of all, don't let fear trick you. Don't let these sensations disable you. Or disempower you. This is purely memory and anticipation. Let's get real about what to do in the moment, right now. Let's first of all deal with those feelings in your body. Remember, these are memory and anticipation only. Therefore, you have nothing to fear from those feelings. To calm them down, you simply have to come back to the moment and know that they are nothing more than memory and anticipation. Don't let them convince you that this is happening now. Don't believe the illusion. The only thing that is happening now is that memory has become live and is gripping you, but it has no power to overcome you if you deal with these feelings in a physical way. When traumatic memory becomes live, two things happen. One is we breathe in in a gasp and we hold our breath, and we stop breathing or we breathe shallowly. The second is that we tense every muscle in our body. So, before we can think our way out of this, we have to calm our body. We have to breathe out. And we have to loosen our muscles. Notice the breath. The out-breath longer than the in-breath. Slowed down. Concentrate only on the breath and on relaxing your muscles. Try to do nothing else. You can't think your way out of this while adrenaline and cortisol is messing with your mind through the anxiety that's being caused in your body. Breathe out. Loosen your muscles. This will end. This will ease. This will stop. The out-breath... And relaxing the muscles is all that you need. This will end. You don't need any other thought other than, this will end. I am safe. In this moment, only memory is taking me here. I am safe. In this moment, all is well. Keep concentrating on the out-breath and the way it can ground you and bring all these sensations down. And only when you feel them coming down, only when you can feel control returning, do you then turn to your thoughts. Let's go back to one of the things we said near the beginning, which is that the only purpose of fear is to tell us that we need to take action. That something is requiring us to do something. And now we need to make a plan. So often we become convinced that a plan is not possible, that there is nothing we can do. Very often part of this is because we're still believing the memory that has recently been live in our body. But if we think and we bring ourselves up to speed, we did survive there were things that we did, even if we just got through. And so at the very least, we now know both that we got through, and if we think carefully, we know how we got through. Do you see how even that thought, recognising that although our fear is telling us we won't be able to get through this, actually we did get through it, and we did survive, can you see how, even now, fear continues to try to con us? And if at any time that con means that the sensation returned to your body, all you do is simply stop trying to think and instead concentrate again on the out-breath and loosening your muscles. In this moment, you are safe. In this moment, it is memory only. Nothing is happening. Concentrate on the out-breath and loosening your muscles. You are safe. All is well. You are powerful. You are resourceful. You can survive this. This is purely memory and anticipation. In this moment, you are still, you are grounded, you are safe, you will survive, this will end. And as you feel the sensations coming back down, and you find again that you can think once more, now we need to turn to action, we need to make a plan. Sometimes that plan involves practical action. So we have a conversation with someone, we get advice, we make a phone call, we send an email, we say no to something, we ask for more information. Often there are practical things that we can do that can lessen the fear. Remember, fear is always about anticipation and memory, and that means that our imagination has become more real than the reality. Try to hold on to this as you think about making a plan. Imagination always exaggerates. Imagination always wants to dramatise. This is not how it is. You can have greater power and greater agency then your imagination is leading you to believe. Breathe out, loosen your muscles, bring it down. You can do this. Keep noticing where you really are in this present moment. You're not back in that memory. You're not in the future. You are here, right now, in this moment. In this moment, all is well. In this moment, you are safe. In this moment, nothing bad is happening. It is merely memory and anticipation. Breathe out, relax, all is well. You can do this. It's also helpful to remember that we're always telling a story. We're usually anticipating the way something will inevitably go, and this is our imagination, not necessarily the reality. There are always many different ways that something can go, and there are always many different options and possibilities and plans. Remember who you are. Remember that you are wise, that you have experience that you are resourceful. Don't believe the fear. The fear is telling you that this can only be one way, that it has only one outcome, and that outcome is the one that your imagination is conjuring up. This is a story only. Breathe out. Relax. Breathe. In this moment, all is story all is imagination, in this moment all is well. Notice how you can always calm yourself, always ground yourself by reminding yourself in this moment where you are, who you are, all that you have been through and survived, all that you have inside you, and in this moment all is well. You can bring the sensations down. The out-breath will calm you. This will end. And so to the plan. Any plan. All possibilities, all options are there, available to you. Take your time. Don't write a story. Notice how you're pulled to believe there is only one way, one option, one outcome. There are so many, and you don't have to decide right now. You can take your time. Even deciding that you will give it some time and decide by the end of the week, or in three months' time, is a plan. Don't let fear, which, remember, Is only memory and anticipation bully you? What would you like to do? What would you like to say? Who can help? Who can support you? Who can advise you? What do you need to do? Anything is better than staying in nothing. What do you need to do? Memory and anticipation are dispelled when we make a plan. So allow that plan to empower you. Doesn't mean you can't change your mind. If you wake up tomorrow morning and you've thought of a better plan, then do that. Nothing is fixed in stone other than we mustn't believe memory and anticipation. Take your power back. You can do this. And if at any time you feel the sensations that are associated with memory and anticipation returning, you simply stop trying to think and instead breathe, use the out-breath, relax, breathe, breathe, breathe until you can feel yourself again leaving the memory place and coming back To the now place, the in the moment place, where all is safe and all is well. And this lovely one is how we come to get to know fear better, how we allow fear to be our friend, how we use fear, how we lean into fear, and by going through fear we reach a place. Where we know that we will survive, we know that we can do this, we know that there is a plan, and that fear has served its purpose, fear has served us well. May you come to know this, brave soul, and no longer fear, fear itself, which is, and always has been, your friend. You've been listening to Janie Juddly, the therapist in my pocket. I'm a spiritual seeker on a journey and an adventure. And I'm also a psychotherapist here in the UK. So I talk about spiritual things from the perspective of an awakening woman who happens to have a psychotherapist in her pocket. And I talk and share with spiritual seekers all over the world. You can get to know me better on my Instagram page at Janny Judley. You can also learn far more about me and connect with me directly on my website, thetherapistinmypocket.uk. You can get in touch directly on my Instagram page or via my website. And if you'd like to check out my book, You Can Remember Who You Were Before Life Made You Forget, you'll find it on Amazon and in all major bookstores worldwide. I'm told it's life-changing. For now, thank you for your company and for showing up. I look forward to talking with you soon. We're all in this together, just walking each other home. Big love.